Waterfall, the CCW podcast. Hello and welcome to Waterfall. It's the water saving podcast, the podcast that helps your water use fall. I'm Mike and I'm here with the water saving guru that is Karen. (laughs) Hello, Mike. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm looking forward to talking all things water. Well, today we are going to the toilet. And you know, this is the episode that I've been waiting for. We are focusing in the bathroom. So if you want to get in touch with the show, please do. We have a uh, email address, which is podcast at ccwater.org.uk. So today we are in the bathroom. Now, there's only three things, I don't think I have to spell them out, that you can do in a bathroom. So I'm guessing this is going to be a really short podcast. Oh, I'm not so sure about that. There's plenty of things you can do to save water in the bathroom. Okay, well, we've got lots to go out there, and apparently, so let's start by having a shower. Now, we know the advice, everyone always says this, have, don't have a bath, have a shower. But is that always true? Is having a shower, will that save more water than, than having a bath? I mean, for a start, how, how much water does a bath use? I think the average bath uses around 100 litres. So if that's what a bath uses, then how much does an average shower use? Um, Well, most people can use anywhere between um, uh, 30 and 50 litres of water in a shower. Uh, It largely depends on what sort of shower it is and also how long you're staying under it. So is there a recommended shower length? I mean, I've seen, if you go into websites you know, on water savings, you see that some say three minutes, some say four minutes, some say five minutes. Is there a right length for a shower? Well, it's funny you should say that because I I think it kind of depends on your personal circumstances. I mean, for example, in your case, you've got really short hair, whereas I've got longer hair. So it's going to take me a bit longer to um, wash, wash mine in the shower. Now, fair enough. So there isn't a right length. So there is quite a lot of variance in the amount of water that showers can use. I mean, you've already just hinted at that. Um, so power showers, they can use up to 13 litres a minute and others use like around eight litres a minute. Um, so, so for a 10 minute shower, that can be quite a big difference between the total amount of, of water used. That's right. But I mean, the important thing is shortening your shower can make a huge difference in your water use particularly if you've got, you know, a a number of people in your household. And don't forget that a shower will also save you money on your energy bill as well, uh, because you're obviously heating the water before you're using it. Yeah, and that's an important point on uh, there's double benefits of saving water. If you're on a meter, you're safe from your your meter, from your water bill, sorry. And if obviously you will save, if it's hot water, on your energy bill too. Because we've done some sums on this and it can save you a lot of money um, if you take a shorter shower. So we've looked at if you had a power shower and you then cut that from, say, 10 minutes to, to five. And if you had a family of four and each, each one of you was taking a shower every single day, what would that look like? So cutting your shower from 10 minutes to five, we've calculated that, it, that over a year you would save a massive £700. And that's just an incredible amount of money. And, you know, I think that does bust a myth that water saving isn't really worth it in terms of your pocket because that just really just isn't true at all I mean that is serious money isn't it yes and and also I mean we've been looking at the predicted price cap for energy in uh, coming up in October 
Um, and we obviously have to be a bit careful about this prediction, but um, we've repeated our calculation and it's eye-watering just how much you could be saving. So we've said that if you can cut down from a 10-minute shower down to a five-minute for a family of four, we predict you could save £1,000 next year. Did you just say £1,000? I did. And that's on energy and water bills. But that's a massive, that's a massive difference. And you're still, you know, in this case, you're saying a 10-minute shower down to a 5-minute shower. So you're still having a 5-minute shower. That's not, a mass, that's not a sacrifice, is it? No, not at all. Even you with your flowing mane, you can, you can wash your hair in 5 minutes. It would certainly encourage me to try. Be sure to head back through the archives and check out all the past episodes of Waterfall. So we've um, in previous podcasts we have been talking of my enjoyment of free gadgets, mainly driven by my general enjoyment of free stuff, and uh, including shower timers, which uh, the egg timer thing, and I keep breaking them. So actually, I found an alternative to that, which was to have a to use a song, a short so- song, to act as a shower timer. Now, my favourite song for this is "Song Two by Blur. So it's my shower song of choice. And I do that, I use that song for a few reasons. One, it's like an absolute banger. It's a great song, really good. Great song for getting you up in the morning. But secondly, it's only two minutes long, as song two suggests. Um, and, but I'll admit that it's pretty hard at times, particularly if you start day, daydreaming, to get your shower finished within two minutes. However, what it does do is it, is it still acts as a kind of, hold on, that's two minutes, better hurry up. So it does mean that my showers tend to be under three minutes. So it does does meet the objective of keeping a, a, myself to a short shower. So do you have any uh, special techniques, Karen, to keep your shower short? Well, you can either use your old-fashioned alarm clock or, or maybe your phone um, on, the, um, on the, the stopwatch setting. Do you, do you use any, do you have any particular techniques? Um, <laughs> I've I've used both in the past. I have you very good. Did you use the egg timer? Um, I've always struggled with the egg timers, <laughs> never quite knowing where to where to attach them. Where where do you put the <laughs> eggs in the shower? That's what I've never been able to work out. So, do you have any uh, do you have do you have, do you have any uh, recommendations for shower songs yourself? Um, I I think that there's a, a, a quite a few, and as you know, my um, musical um, uh, experience goes back many many decades. Uh, well, I've noticed when I was looking for two minute songs that it's mainly the classics. So you you find there's Beatles songs, there's Elvis songs. So song two by Blur actually was quite un- unusual. Now I do have a playlist which I'll share in the show notes of of two minute shower songs. Uh, and it's a really good playlist. But, you know, as I say, they tend to be classics. Now, I know all of our listeners may not be into the classics. They may, not, they may be into a bit more modern music. So I did make another playlist of more up-to-date songs. These are songs from all, all from this year, right, of songs that are between two and three minutes. So all of these are under three, but over two. So, Karen, I'm just going to a little test on you here. Have you heard of any of these songs? The so first one, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, yes, I know her. Good, good. Well, that was the number one for in the year. That's two minutes 58. What about House on Fire by Mimi Webb? Hmm, not so familiar with that one. Okay, what about As It Was by someone, yeah, he's not very famous, this guy, Harry Styles. Oh, even I know him. Okay, what about Crazy What Love Can Do by David Guetta? Hmm, I can't quite remember that one. What about this, and this isn't one for our younger listeners, A, B, C, D, E, F, U. Have you heard of that by Gail? <laughs> uh, no. That was a number one. That was the number one song. 
Uh, what about Remember by Becky Hill? Um, no, I'm not familiar with that one either. What? That has been all over the radio. That has been all over the radio. Got number three. It's still, literally, you turn the radio, it's on every five minutes. Anyway, all those songs are under three minutes and are great songs to, to help you keep your showers to, to a sensible length. So, uh, you know, take up that challenge and let us know what your favourite shower song is and email us at podcast at ccwater.org.uk. But having a short shower songs is a great way to help manage your shower time. And there's a really serious side to this, isn't there? Because as we've said, it can save you serious money. We have a cost of living crisis going on. And anything that we can do to put money back in people's pockets at this time is clearly a good thing. Yeah, I have to say, I'm still reeling from the £1,000 saving. I know, it's unbelievable, isn't it? So next, um, we're moving from the shower to the loo. Um, now, we've been flushed with success with our shower savings, so we're going to have to be equally impressive with our loo tips. Karen, how much water does a toilet use for a flush? Um, well, again, it, it varies depending on what type of toilet you've got. Um, <laughs> so, so we're all laughing, right? So producer Tom and me are laughing because all, every answer you give is it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, it's true, you know, you get different types of toilets. So a dual flush toilet uses between about six and eight litres of water per flush. But an old fashioned toilet can often use up anything up to about 12 litres per flush. So, you know, there's quite a big difference out there. Yeah, so there's not one definitive uh, figure, is there? So I will let you off the hook for saying it depends. But, uh, you know, I find the dual flush toilets really quite annoying I've never been sure which button to press. And at first I thought it was just me being stupid, but I think other people feel the same way. You know, which button do you press? I've got one at home that has a big circle with a smaller circle inside it. So you'd go, mm. right, I'm going to press the small circle because I've only done a small wee-wee. Press the small button for a small flush. I press the small button, but the big button goes down as well. Both buttons go down. So I can't fathom this out. And it's not intuitive at all. I mean, is this something that you've, you've, you've explained to? I mean, I, I think it, it, there's a clear call to manufacturers uh, of these sorts of um, uh, things to, you know, that we, we do need stuff that is going to work better and more efficiently in the future. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be really important that things are easy to use because the easier and more straightforward things are to, to, to utilise at home and, you know, when you're out and about people are more likely to use the right option. Yeah, no, absolutely. I just think it needs to be far more intuitive to help people. I think there is a clear call here to manufacturers to make these things much better. Um, Can you just get this done, please? There's a drought on. But you can't really change when you go to the toilet. You need to go when, when you need to go. So what's the advice here, Mike? Well, I find that in the night, if I need to go for a wee then I just don't bother flushing it. I just leave it. And I'll be very honest, I got into this habit when the kids were little because what I didn't want to do was disturb them by flushing in the middle of the night. So I just kept up this habit because I realised now the kids are a bit older that actually it's really good from a water efficiency point of view. I mean, no one cares there's a bit of weed in the toilet in the morning. Um, I mean, really, the biggest toilet habit I need to change is peeing on the toilet seat or, in fact, as my wife will point out, just missing the toilet altogether. Um, so, you know, that's not really about water efficiency. That's more about just basic decency. I think I'd agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the person who cuts my hair, who I've mentioned on a previous podcast, 
she is this proper war champion and she was telling me that when her husband goes for a wee, not just in the night, just all day long, she always shouts at him not to flush. Then she follows him and does her business. And that way they always save a flush every single time. Um, and that got me thinking, how does she manage that? It's like their whole bodies are in sync so that they <laughs> pee at the right time at exactly the same time of day. That is amazing. CCW. Passionate about championing the best interests of everyone who uses water, now and in the future. So Karen, do you have any other tips here or have we dumped out all the facts here? Well, let's move, <laughs> move on to leaky loo, shall we? Because um, these are a big problem. Yes, they are. Um, we've, been, we've just been talking about modern dual flush loos, but apparently they have a tendency to be more unreliable than the old-fashioned ones. So whilst they, you, they're intended to use less water, they have a tendency to leak. Yeah, I've heard that too. So in the kind of so it's like give with one hand, take away with the other. So when we talk about leaky loos, what 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 do people mean? Because I imagine a leaky loo is something that's like spewing water all over the floor. You're flooding your house, wrecking your wrecking your flooring. Is that what we mean? We mean no, and and this is the problem. Modern toilets tend to leak. Um, at, at the back of the pan, it's a small, constant stream of water. Oh, so they just don't stop doing a mini flush, essentially? It, it's just a constant stream, yeah. at the, as, as I say, at the back of the, the, the toilet pan. And over time, you know, the, the problem is it's not particularly noticeable. And so it can be running for quite a long time before anybody does notice it. And, and that can lose a huge amount of water. Do we know how much? Um, well, people have been speculating it could be anything up to 300 litres a day. 300 litres a day. Wow, that's a lot. That I mean, that's twice the amount of water that an average person would use in a day. So if you're on a water meter, that can have a really big impact on your bill. So it's well worth sorting out your leaky loo. It certainly is. Um, and if you're on a meter, that could cost you about £300 a year. Wow. I mean, the good news is there's lots of help out there to, to fix them. For example, some, some water companies will do home visits. Uh, so if, if you think you've got a problem, they'll come out and help solve it for you. Um, uh, all one, oh, and if you go onto company websites, all, all water companies give hints and tips um, that, you know, what you can do yourself to correct some of these problems. And some of them even offer little strip things that you can attach to the back of the toilet pan and that can just confirm whether or not you've actually got the, the a leaky loo. So that to me sounds, and I've got bad habits, but even even with my loo standards, that sounds pretty disgusting. Stick, like fiddling around inside your toilet bowl, sticking on some kind of sticker. I mean, what's, what does that do? It's, it's a fairly straightforward thing to do. And what, but what does it actually, what does it actually do? Well, it... <laughs> It basically it will you'll attach it to the back of the pan where the the dripping is likely to have um, happened, and it will change colour. And if it changes colour, it proves that water's running down and it's therefore leaking. Uh, okay, that one. That, okay, that makes sense, and that that could be helpful to help people understand they've got a problem. Yeah, I mean, the alternative is to stick a bit of toilet tissue at the back of the loo um, and then just sort of see if it if it's still there after, you know, going away for a little while. Oh, so that's like the cheap and cheerful version of that. <laughs> and I, I saw a really good video that um, United Utilities had done on, on, online and this um, explained all about how toilets worked and explained the difference between the different makes of toilets and the old toilets, new toilets and all that kind of 
malarkey. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Um, but what I enjoyed the most about it was that it featured Craig Phillips. Now, Karen, do you know who Craig Phillips is? Uh, no. So he, he was the guy that won the first ever Big Brother, and which was back in 2000. And Big Brother was fantastic. I used to absolutely love it. So my kids, I was watching this video and I was getting really excited because it was like, oh, a video about water and about toilets and... Craig Phillips and they were like dad you are the saddest person that you were getting so excited about this video but I absolutely love it I really recommend it we'll put a link to it in the show notes Craig Phillips come on we need to try and just get him get him on the show that'd be awesome Uh, did you ever watch Big Brother Karen? Um, I can't say I did oh Karen (laughs) I I was like properly addicted to it until it went down the dumper now for anyone who is under the age of 30 and is wondering what Big Brother is Think of Love Island, but without the skimpy clues or the slightly ridiculous coupling up. But Karen, I'm sure you're a fan of Love Island. <laughs> I can't say I've ever watched it. What? <laughs> uh, Karen, I'm so disappointed. After, after your abysmal performance in the, in the music round earlier. Um, <laughs> yeah. and the best thing about Love Island, though, is they have actually done a lot to encourage having your own water bottles because all the contestants have their own branded unique water bottle, which actually is fantastic because it encourages people to stay hydrated and avoids the use of single-use plastics. Well, there is plenty of plastic on Love Island, um, but, you know, not necessarily in the bottles. Um, So I never thought I'd be on this podcast bigging up Love Island for their uh, encouragement of uh, the abandonment of uh, single-use plastics. But it's good to know that the message is getting out. Yeah, no, it's good. You can go You can go and buy them, your Love Island branded water bottles. <laughs> anyway, getting back to Leaky Loose. Can we know, is this not about Love Island now? <laughs> um, so getting back to Leaky Loose, <laughs> one of the things I've done is I've put some food colouring dye in the cistern and that shows you if you've got a leak as well. That's a really simple way of doing it because just a few drops will do the trick. And it's, you know, as I say, it's fairly simple to do and it means that you, 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 you establish whether you've got a problem before you go to the trouble of calling a plumber out. No, that's a really good, simple idea. Um, you can get those blocks as well. Can you put those in, those disinfectant blocks? Um, yeah, I guess so, if, they've got, if they're the coloured ones. Yeah, yeah I've got some blue ones. That, they, they would work. Same effect, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Brilliant. So, Karen, um, how are you at plumbing? I know you're multi-skilled. I know you've got time on your hands because you clearly don't watch any TV or listen to music. I'm personally I'm rubbish. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I must admit, I've, um, I've not really tested my skills in this area. <laughs> okay. So uh, if you, if you, where, where can you find help then if you, need, if you need some assistance in fixing your leaky loo? Um, well, there's a number of things that you can do. Um, you can use a water-safe plumber, and the, the, those plumbers are approved by the water companies. Um, they're all checked and, you know, so you can be reassured that they're going to do a good job. The list of approved water-safe plumbers can be found on your company's website. And if you want to know who your water company is, you can find that information on CCW's website. And we'll put that in the show notes. So we've covered a lot of ground here. Showers and baths, flushing the toilet and leaky loose, but we're missing the obvious one, the wash hand basin. What are the tips for the wash hand basin? Um, I, I guess these are probably some of the um, most obvious ones, but 
just don't leave the tap running while you're either brushing your teeth or um, you know if you're having a shave or something like that. A typical tap um, will use about six liters of water water per minute. So if you brush your teeth for two minutes and you did that twice a day, that's 24 liters of water that's gone down the plug hole. So if you do that every day, that comes to almost 9,000 liters of water. And uh, that's around 25 quid based on this, uh, a family of, based on the average cost of water. So if a family of four was doing that, you're saving 25 quid each, that's 100 quid saving. Again, people think, oh, turning the tap off, it's not going to make a difference. Well, it does. It makes a difference because you're saving almost 9,000 litres of water. That's just, from, that's just from one person. So if your whole family's doing that, yeah. Wow, 100 quid. I mean, that's a saving word. I'd rather I'd have 100 quid than give it to my water company. No offence, water companies, but I'd rather keep my money. And I think this, is, this goes back to our original point. You know, these are small things that you can do around the home. They won't change your experience of water, your enjoyment of your shower or your, um, you know, general sort of use of the bathroom. But they all add up and save a lot of water. Well... I reckon we've identified about fourteen hundred pounds of potential savings in this in this in this program. That is that is an incredible amount of money, and it just reiterates that that point, Karen. That you can you can save money, you can save water, and it's good for carbon emissions and it's good for the environment. So it's a win 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 from saving water, and that's absolutely brilliant. So. If there's anything on this show that you want to find out more, check out the show notes. All the, the details will be there. Um, producer Tom has just slipped me a note saying Big Brother's coming back. So that's also another good thing coming out of this programme. Slightly off topic. Uh, don't forget to give us your feedback. Uh, podcasts at ccwater.org.uk. This has been Waterfall. I'm Mike Keel. And I'm not.